Welcome back everybody. Today we're going to talk about how to deal with burnout in medical school. Now it's no secret that burnout plagues the medical field like no other. It's long been reported that doctors, residents, and medical students are some of the most burnt out and depressed individuals around. Now that's not to say that everybody's like this or that there aren't levels of burnout, but let's go through some ways to deal with it and to prevent it in the first place. Now the first thing to understand is that prevention is a lot more important than the cure. We want to prevent these things and nip them in the bud before they even arise. And the first way to do that is to adjust your mentality around medicine. Understand that it's a marathon and it's not a sprint. You have to find a way to smell the roses, as cliche as it sounds. From my personal experiences with feelings of burnout along with some of my friends, not appreciating the fact that medicine is a long journey is a common cause of burnout. We've heard it time and time again to the point where it's in one year and out the other, but it's really true when they say that it's about the journey and not the destination. You learn though, usually the hard way, that this is true. My biggest mistake in college was putting off my happiness and enjoyment until I got into medical school. And this led to making the pre-med journey way more hellish than it had to be, and missing out on a lot of college experiences and memories. That was a tough pill to swallow, but it made me promise myself that I wouldn't repeat the same thing in med school. I try my best now to enjoy the process and use any free time to enjoy myself now and make memories in life now, not after I match or after I get a job, because the truth is the afters never end. You need to take the initiative of understanding that this is a very long journey, and as soon as you're done the work necessary for the stage that you're at, make it a requirement for yourself to enjoy yourself, do something unrelated to medicine, and just smell the roses. This is gonna go a long way in preventing burnout. Now the second thing is to take care of your health. Regardless of your career or training stage, what you eat and how you exercise is largely going to determine how you feel and it's going to have a direct effect on your attitude. You don't need me to tell you that exercise is a good thing, but it's one thing to know something and another thing to do it. You only get one body to carry you through this life and you have to take care of it properly. From endorphins to constant progress to look forward to, exercise and a healthy lifestyle have a huge effect on your mentality and attitude. It's going to make you physically feel better and mentally. It's going to make you feel better physically and mentally, and this will not only help you to keep positive, but give you the energy and resilience to do what needs to be done for school even when you don't feel like it. Now, obviously, certain rotations and stretches of time in med school can constrict you for time, but this mostly comes down to a problem of priorities. You need to put your health high on that list of priorities and do the habits necessary. You can start with simple things like drinking more water, prepping more meals, a little bit more exercise that you enjoy, it can be a hobby, a little less alcohol and eating out, and just less lazy behavior. Don't let becoming a doctor cause you to sacrifice your own health, because you can't take care of anybody else if you're not at 100%. We go over in another episode how to stay healthy in medical school, so be sure to check that out where we go into more detail. Now the next thing is social networks and support. Humans are social beings, even the most introverted ones. We need people around us to enjoy life with, make memories with, and sometimes to lean on. When going through tough times or particularly a rough stretch, it's vital to have a support network that you can reach out to. Now this can include people within medicine and those outside of it. My friends in medicine allow me to sort of decompress and just complain about things that only they would understand. 
but it also reminds me that I'm not alone and there's nothing wrong with me for having these feelings. Find a few good quality friends that you can share this stuff with and remember that quality is way more important than quantity. You don't want to go around complaining to everybody and telling them your problems, so make sure you choose wisely. It's also good to have friends and family outside of medicine because this allows you to kind of get away from it all. It's good to just sit around a bonfire or take a walk and talk about sports or the good old days and have a sense of normalcy in your life. Regardless of how much you love medicine or pretend to love medicine, it's good to get away from it a little bit just so you can rejuvenate your mind and come back more energized. Now the next thing is to ask for help. Medical students and the medical field in general, people are notorious for having type A superhero complexes. And as a result of this, a lot of us hate asking for help, thinking that we can do everything and should do everything ourselves. School instills this mentality in you because everything is based on grades and your results in comparison to other people. So there's constantly that sense of competition in you. But the reality is that being a doctor or real life in general is much more of a collaborative effort. You should still be working hard and pulling your weight and being competitive, but asking for help is a great thing and it's not something that should be looked down upon. Medicine's tough, you have people's lives in your hands and if you try to figure it out all on your own, you're asking for burnout. When you don't know how to do something or you're confused about a concept, put your ego aside and ask people who know. Ask people that have been there before. If you open your eyes to it, there are people all over the place in medicine that know more than you and that's not a bad thing. You need to learn from them, avoid mistakes that they've made, and use it as an opportunity for collaboration, not competition. This applies to clinical skills and also to personal stuff such as dealing with burnout. Reach out to upper year students and residents on advice about avoiding burnout and the pitfalls that you should be aware of. For the most part, they're going to be very happy to help you because they've already been through this thing. Now real quick guys, if you're getting value from these podcasts and videos, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a like, comment, and subscribe. It helps us to reach more people and help out more pre-meds and medical students. Now the next thing is to keep the end in mind. When you're feeling down and burnt out, it can help to keep your end goals in mind. There's a reason that you set those goals in the first place and there's a reason you decided to pursue medicine and no one can judge what that reason is but you. No one even needs to know about it. It only has to make sense to you and whatever that end goal looks like for you, think about it and try to get excited about it again. En route to our goals, we have to do a lot of things that we don't want to do. Lots of mundane things that we don't enjoy or particularly feel passion for. That's why when you're in the thick of it, it's important to remember the end goal that you're working towards. So this gives the small, mundane, day-to-day tasks some meaning. I might not like what I'm doing right now, but it's necessary to get to where I want to be. So that's it. I have to do it. When I'm on third-year rotations that I don't like at all, I need to constantly remind myself that I have to go through this to become the type of doctor I want to be. I can either complain about it with my head down and make my life miserable, or at least try and enjoy it and learn from it. So remember to keep that end result in your mind and use it to motivate you out of a rut. Now the last thing is to take a break. It's important to take breaks along the way and re-energize. So after exams, make sure you're going to social events or taking weekends off. Go pursue your hobbies. Go home, visit your family, go out to dinner with friends, literally anything. You need to stop to refuel along the way because as we've discussed, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's common to feel guilty for not studying in med school, but there's no reason for this. 
You don't have to let medicine take over your life. Taking a break means genuinely taking a break. No flashcards, no thinking about school or talking about it. Genuinely allow yourself to just drop everything for a little bit and just enjoy life. This is going to allow you to go back feeling recharged and ready to go. When you're feeling burnt out, schedule your next big break and it can motivate you to get through this rough patch because it's something to look forward to, whether that's a trip, whether that's going back home, or even something as simple as going to the movies with your friends. Just something to get you through this patch and a break to look forward to. So that's it for today, guys. I hope this helped you out. As always, feel free to reach out to us and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Cheers. Cheers.